An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an elegant weapon. It's a rainy Monday afternoon here in Aldershot, Burlington, Ontario, Canada. And I am so happy to have all you beautiful babies hanging out with us this afternoon as we continue our celebration of the upcoming Indie Fest at Gotham Central Comics and Collectibles on October 29th, Aimco Boulevard, uh, Mississauga, Ontario. Uh, we're very excited about this upcoming event. It's going to feature a whole gaggle of amazing creators. And yet another one joins us right now. He is, oh, okay, I'll, I guess I can phrase this now pretty much as he is formally just the host of the Fastball Special. You can correct me if any of this is wrong. But uh, the Fastball Special was a podcast uh, basically along the same lines as this one, uh, hanging out and chatting with uh, amazing independent comic book creators. But that kind of morphed into something different over COVID. And we'll get into talking about what exactly it became. And that was Sketchel Mania. So joining us, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Martin Slam Duncan. How are you, sir? Awesome. I'll tell you that I also morphed over uh, COVID as well. <laughs> yeah i gained a few pounds <laughs> i don't think you were the only one my friend i think there was a lot of comfort covid eating going on during yeah that period, stress right? eating yeah. <laughs> we'll call it that yeah it was, it's great to be on here i think this is the well no I, i've been on the show before but i think uh, outside of like a quick comic-con uh gorilla style interview this is the first time we did a sit-down chat I think that it is. It's about time. Um, yeah, you've been on yeah. countless times at this point uh, yep. through Comic-Cons and events and stuff like that. Um, but yes, we finally get to sit down and chat with the man himself. Uh, so would you say, is the fastball special kind of just done and it's Sketchle Mania now? Or what's yeah, I uh, <laughs> never say never. Um, but yeah, I think I think the better thing is like I, I did sort of move it more into the direction of video. Uh, so uh, just to step back, uh, I mean, I, I loved my time uh, doing podcasts. It was fantastic. It, it opened a lot of doors. Um, I got to speak to a lot of great people. I mean, start of the podcast, even the start of the podcast, it, it, it felt like I wasn't doing anything that I wouldn't normally do at these Comic Cons anyway. Because what I used to do is just, you know, have great conversations with all of these uh, uh, creators. And the only difference is I started recording them. <laughs> right? right so right. and then and then you know so other people could hear um you know some of these little tidbits these gold tidbits um so that went on and that that allowed me to um you know i guess meet a lot of these creators meet a lot of these comic book artists uh meet a lot of folks in the community that i probably wouldn't have normally met um you know other people would be listening to the podcast and and and, uh, you know, they would you know, come up to me, say, hey, I listen to the podcast. I mean, it, it's weird because, you know, you kind of put you kind of put it out in the ether and you kind of forget that people are actually listening to this thing until they come up and talk to you. Um, so at first it was a little weird, uh, weird in a good way. Um, 
but uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm very, very happy that I started there. Um, to move forward a little bit, the whole Sketchlemania thing really started at the um, beginning of COVID. Um, a lot of us are going a little stir crazy. A lot of us really missed the community, I'll call us. Oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah, we really missed community and i and you know uh there was actually if you if you go and listen to the last episode uh there's a conversation about that and um the thought around it although i think shane will say it was his idea it was certainly not um <laughs> uh, the, the, the idea around it was um hey let's do a quick you know uh gathering what you know maybe online uh because at the time right at the beginning of covid not a lot of folks were doing it um Later on, about a year in, everybody was doing oh it. Oh my god! But uh, at the beginning, no. Let's let's get online. Let's let's you know draw, and uh, just have a draw and chat, and then just put that out there. Um, and then as a sort of an add-on idea, we're like, hey, why don't we just auction off these drawings for charity, just as a bonus? Uh, and it started off. Uh, the first couple were Mike, Ruth, and Shane. Um, so we did a quick show, and people really seemed to enjoy it so we started doing we actually started doing it every two weeks and of course uh, you was, speak of shane heron of, <laughs> shane uh, heron yes of the raid party yes yes mr shane heron um so we started off uh you know pretty small and then people really gave some great feedback saying they really enjoyed it so uh we kept it up uh it was a little bit more fast and furious at the beginning again because people were going batty and um you know <laughs> the more that i was doing it the more people were reaching out uh, i remember at one point it was it was quite funny uh we were you know having a chat i think it was chris campana was on and mm. and a few right. folks were on and and um Ken Lashley was actually reaching out to me during the show and saying, all right, I want in. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I want to, I'm going to go up against these guys. Yeah. And I was like, I, you probably should have seen my, my smile ear to ear at that point. I was like, yes. Uh, Cause there is, I mean, it was, it's, it's always a very friendly show uh, right. with the premise of trash talking, but it's not really, it's not really an actual battle. It's, no, no. it's just more a bunch of guys. You basically put uh, a sketch yeah. tool online and started, you know, yeah. live casting it. And, you know, it's all creators who know each other and who are friends and are able to have this certain repertoire between themselves. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and sometimes, uh, you know, and, and I, I guess it's the same as in the podcast world, you know, sometimes you get um, folks that are more shy um, and you kind of have to you kind of have to lead the conversations. And then sometimes they're Mike Ruth where I don't even have to be there. <laughs> and uh, I love the ones that make it easy. Right. And, uh, you know, he'll just start chatting away. And yeah. And, yeah. you know, you, you'll steer it every now and then. But uh, it, it goes really great. Um, very proud of it. You know, it's something that, listen, I, I there is no rule book, right? I, I didn't know right. how to do these. I mean, the, the best rule book, I guess, was, you know, the ones that I would see at Fan Expo, like those type of. Um, yeah, yeah. Things, trial right? and error, but I'm sure. Trial too, and yeah. error. Yeah. And, um, but I think it worked out okay. I think it, it, most in part with the great people that I was able to work with. Worked out great. Are you kidding? How much, how many did you end up doing at this point? <sighs> Oh, geez. We're about to uh, have our 38th. 38? Yeah, 38. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought you might be in the 20s there, no, but you're up to oh, 38. No. My 38 goodness. is happening on October 25th. That is amazing. 
That's yeah. spectacular. Now, you mentioned earlier that you do, in fact, afterwards take the sketches and you don't uh, you auction them off for charity. Yes. Um, and I heard your staggering total when we were hanging out at Gotham there. But tell, <laughs> tell the people how much you have raised for charity uh, through this a, little shindig. An amazing uh, $30,000 so far. That's, that's nuts. So far. Congratulations, man. Very, very generous community. Um, there are some folks that, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's a part of it, right? Like, yes, everybody loves the great art. Everybody loves those pieces. But in some cases, it's, hey, I just want to contribute. Right. And uh, we've had a couple of cases where folks would I, I had one case where uh, a guy came on and just straight up asked me, hey, what's the most have you ever raised in a week? And I'm like, well, you know, I've had Ken Lashley on here. So yeah. we've raised quite a lot. And when, you know, we, we've raised, I think at the time was maybe sixteen hundred bucks or something at one of awesome. these. And right. And the guy goes, uh, you know, shut down the auction. And I will beat that number right now. <laughs> and oh I'm my like, God. Uh, okay, done. <laughs> nice. Sure, awesome. Nice. Great for the charities, right? So I'm like, let's do this. So uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been really amazing. I've had people uh, donate art. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, just outside, uh, just donate art. I have had people that. Where do you auction were, it through? Uh, right now, I, and I really need to, I nearly need to step up my auction game, but all I've been doing is just auctioning it off uh, on Facebook page. Oh, really? So if you go to the Schedule Mania page, uh, after the auction, we usually take about two to three days after and auction them off. Um, but I'm sure there's better ways to do this. Uh, hey, man, yeah, with all this whatnot nonsense going on now. And I know. Stuff, I've got to like, look into it. Yeah, there's got to be a, a, some sort of a spe specified channel for this kind of thing nowadays. There's enough of it going on, but that's incredible. And you have donate you donate to various charities, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, sometimes we'll have a theme. Um, the one coming up in October, and, and we're still kicking this around, so it, this may change. Uh, it is Breast Cancer Month. Um, and uh, we're looking to potentially go that route for this one. Cool. Um, we did get the wonderful uh, Miss Carolyn Monroe. I don't. I don't know if you're familiar, but she is uh, one of the. familiar. She's one of the uh, uh, Hammer Horror Girls back in the day. Uh, cool. She was a Bond girl. Uh, the Spy okay. Loved Me. Um, I got the opportunity to, to meet her recently. Uh, I told her about it. She herself uh, went through a bout of uh, breast cancer. And she just said, here, take, she, she rammed off like three photos, signed them off, and she's donating them to the show. So Super uh, cool. we're going to be doing that on October 25th. So if you're a horror fan or a Bond fan, look out for that. And that's um, on, uh, and you're just doing that through Facebook or YouTube? It's Facebook and YouTube. So if you go to the Schedule Mania YouTube channel, you could see it through there. Um, and it is live, so you can interact with these artists. Um, I try to get through all the conversations as best i can again i'm 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 a novice at this but we try <laughs> you almost need a producer man you almost need somebody else there minding the comment section so you can have i've been told that right? <laughs> i've been yeah. told that because uh here, here's the thing too um i mean no shocker but i'm also a big nerd so i get an opportunity uh even though it's virtual to draw with some of the best you know, artists on the planet. And sure. I take that opportunity. I can't draw. I'm not an artist, but I'm going to draw with them. And I, and what I like, it's awesome. sort of a, a fun yeah. type thing where I'll, I'll do a drawing with everybody 
and I'll, you know, I'll kind of show off mine first because it's trash, hot garbage. Uh, and then, you know, everybody will show <laughs> us their, 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 their fantastic ones. But I've had a couple of offers for mine, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> yes. And I, I obviously took them for a charity. Um, of course. Yeah. So th- that's been a, that's been a, a good time. Um, I think I got off. What was the original question? <laughs> I think I just went on a tangent. I think oh, the, I think the questions have been right? flowing, man. Yeah, different because, charities. Yeah, yeah different charities. If so, if I could go back to that. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I miss podcasting, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm always ready to ramble on. It's all right. You're bouncing uh, off the on. off the audio walls. I get it, man. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> So different charities, yes. We've done things such as uh, Humane Society. Um, there are other like really cool charities, you know, trying to provide, uh, you know, drinking water uh, to the First Nations, like uh, clean drinking nice. water. Um, one of my favorite ones that is an annual event, I, I usually do it in November, and I'll be doing it again this November, is for the Moorlands group. So what we do is they give us a, a family in need every Amazing. christmas right and they you know i try to i try to fill the rafters with that one now it's like as many people i could get on i'll try to get on right and then we will auction off the uh auction off the pieces the proceeds then uh are transformed into wonderful christmas gifts that i'm able to give this family That's every fantastic, year fantastic man and uh i've gotten you know letters back and it's really you know really fulfilling it's a feel good absolutely i mean and imagine how much better their memories at christmas are right you're a good egg martin yeah you know what it's a wonderful thing to do with a with a you know and you guys have so much fun doing it that's the best part of it is that you know joy joy begets joy you know it's it's, what time is it on the 25th if i could turn this into a job (laughs) you never know man (laughs) that's right you never Um, never know. know right but then it would be a little different i think i think i i like the way that you know this is all just i have my day job and then this is my escape right um, sure. It's. It, I usually run the shows from eight till ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's two uh, hours, people. Two, two hours, hours of entertainment. Well, uh, it often goes longer than those. Uh, I give the artists an option, you know, if they want to opt out or if they want to hang around, because a lot of them will still work on their pieces. And I'll tell you, we've we've had people like work quite a long time on these pieces and right. come out with some amazing art. Um, so yeah yeah that's that's generally what we'll do that's generally what we'll do super awesome well hey man if you ever need an extra hand to hang out and mind your comment section you let me know and, <laughs> yeah and anytime I'll, man i'll anytime. keep those virtual trolls in line for you <laughs> anytime well yeah i mean i know there's the, none of that the i'm beautiful, sure it's, it's the beautiful thing time. well the beautiful thing is uh you know i have full control of the comments <laughs> that are being shown so right. all i have to do is click and yeah. uh it's either happening or not happening uh so yeah and and i'll, I'll tell you this uh just to open up a little bit as well um i will say that a part of this really stemmed from almost the helplessness that I felt during COVID, right? I felt right. that there there was a lot of things, uh, there was a lot of good, I would say some good things that came out of COVID, but there was a lot of things that um, dimin- diminished my um, feeling towards, you know, my fellow man, so to say. Oh, yeah. And uh, like, not to get into details or anything like that, but um, I felt that, you know what, like, I can't make a major difference but i can make a little difference and that was you know a a part of it and um 
in a selfish way, it, it, it allowed me to work through my own issues, right? Sure. <laughs> of what was going on. And, and it, it makes me, again, I, it's a feel good. Uh, mm. And then the residual effect of that is that it actually does help people, right? Well, so, kudos on yeah. you, man, for taking yeah. what was a very dark time and, yeah. you know, doing your best to try to not only be positive, but create something positive out of a dark time, you know, because mm. I'm feeling you, man. I was right there, too. I mean, if anybody listened to a certain episodes of the show uh, a while <laughs> ago or noticed the fact that for a long while there weren't any episodes of the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The pandemic messed with me hardcore. And I, in turn, took my darkness and anger and, you know, depression and I, I fueled it into walking the earth. And, uh, that was, that was how I handled it. Right. You remember, I just literally, it's like Kane. I, yeah, yes. I took months off of work. I took a big, uh, hiatus and sabbatical and I just walked the woods and, uh, it, yeah, it did a number on all of us. It did a number on society, especially guys like you and me who are extroverted, you know, community minded social creatures, right? You take that away. And, you know, that's like half of our being, what do we do with ourselves? What does it mean to exist after that? Right. And it's funny you say that because I was just about to say, I always thought I was an introvert. (laughs) I I know, I know it sounds silly that, but I I always thought I was, I, I thought it was, and it really took something like that to really shake me and, re- and to make me realize how much I need other people. Um, you're a and, mellow guy yeah, and you're, yeah. you're, but you, you are a confident individual in your, in your conversing. And that's, you know, always the impression I had always had of you, but hmm. I mean, not all extroverts are necessarily wacky, zany over the top, but no, you no. know that you are comfortable amongst your people. And sometimes it just takes getting the right uh, platform or the right opportunity and, you know, podcasting and Sketchomania came along, especially. And now look at you. Now you're like, you know, now you're so comfy doing it all. It's (laughs) It's true. And and I was nervous. Hey, man, I think everybody's nervous when they first try these sort of things. And I got to say a part of the thing, some of the things that I'm proud of as well, um, that comes through especially through the video things because some people are a little less nervous when it's just audio uh but when they're on the screen it becomes a a thing and i've had a few folks that are now folks that have returned many times but the first two times i really had to coax them they were scared to to come on camera there and i think it was a matter of not not only scared to come on camera but scared to do their their craft in front of people sure you know which is you know i think i assume in some places it's like a sacred thing where they go back to their their oh, cubby so hole and they do their craft right? and yeah yeah, yeah sometimes right? some, some people, people are like live cast everything yeah they, they want to do it and yeah that, yeah right <laughs> but there's some people that are like hey this, this you know this is something that they, it's very personal um and now some of these folks are monsters like they're they're on other shows and they're right. and they're, and i'm so proud of that and and not not that it's something that um you know i didn't coach them or anything but you i contributed I, to I the process them, for sure yeah i gave them that little in you know I, I i guess i pushed them off the ledge right so that they're able to test the waters with my little show right and they're able to say hey you know yeah i could do this thing and you know i try to make it as comfortable as possible uh, well it, it helps to too on. in your you know ventures into actual live schedule hosting i mean you're now also comfortable in front of an actual crowd of live people you know and that's yeah that's yeah. that's for most people the most difficult thing right is 
is uh you know public speaking is apparently this giant phobia i mean i love it i'm just i'm a freak (laughs) that way i know you love it i i i was like growing up i hated public speaking it was you know i was very um i was very scared of doing it but i kind of just pushed myself into doing this and there's a few influences like uh, no doubt and um one of them i have to give uh eric anthony a big shout out um uh, he's, he's the, he's the guy who brought me on to my first podcast. Uh, I reached out to him through like a letter, uh, email and, uh, he said, yeah, come on to the show. And he allowed me to do it. I'm like, yeah, I could do this. The cave and, uh, of solitude. The cave of solitude. Yeah. Um, and then of course I've had other influences as well. Uh, Kevin Smith, we could talk about Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously his whole smod universe, um, is something that I just delved into. Um, and uh, there's just a lot of like, there's, there's people out there like me, right? And, uh, and, and yes, some of these folks, uh, like our Kevin Smiths are a lot more profound, but they're also a lot down to earth. And a lot of things that they say, um, because of, you know, they are celebrities, and so on, they're maybe taken with a little bit more weight. But I feel that, you know, I've, I, you know, I'm an old guy. I've, I've, I've been around the black. I've, I've read a lot of comics. I've talked to a lot of creators. I might have something or two to say, right? And, Absolutely. and uh, it's just, it's just getting it out there. And apparently, you do, right? Dude, I tell you, going back over the last decade, I've had some guests on here that it was like pulling teeth. I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you, and I don't I mind telling you, the single worst episode. Yeah. I ever had with a guest was I can't even remember the guest's name at this point, which is probably for the best, but I was doing, I did a four part special over the doctor who 50th anniversary celebrations. Okay. I, there was a couple other podcasts. I'm and a who head man. You should have had me on there. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know if I knew you then, man. Oh, maybe not. Yeah. And, uh, I had, I, and I, there was a couple sites and a couple other podcasts I knew of, and I invited a few different guests on over four different episodes. And one of the episodes I had a guy and I think he was from a podcast, but it was like, it was a very low rent podcast where there's mm-hmm. always that third guy who barely says anything. And I think he might've been that guy. I can't remember exactly. It's a little fuzzy. The third kids. guy. I like yeah. that. <laughs> and he, uh, he came on and dude, it was like pulling teeth i could not get a word out of this guy and almost to the point where i felt like he was sabotaging me and i remember cutting it pretty fucking short and just being like okay thanks and like getting off and being just like what the hell was that like i i it was the worst man i'd ask him questions and he wouldn't even respond and i'd be like what's happening here (laughs) it was all it was horrible I, I had a similar um, experience. I don't think I'll name the name. Um, I'm a fan of this person's art and, and a fan of the person. Um, but uh, actually, it was funny because it was speaking of Eric Anthony. We both interviewed this person at the same time, which was interesting. Before the interview, uh, we were talking to this person and this person was bouncing off the walls lively. Couldn't couldn't wait to talk about his work uh with uh, lucasfilm and other things like that and we thought oh man this is going to be a great interview <laughs> right like <laughs> yeah he, like he's so entertaining 
as soon as the mic came out, it just dropped. Oh. <laughs> just like, just like, I, you know, one word answers almost felt like this person was getting annoyed with us. And I was like, oh, what just happened? The mic goes off. He's bouncing around again. <laughs> and I was like, wow. oh, you got to be Some people me. are just weird. They yeah. literally go with the button. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And, and, and then uh, right after, so I was a little bit dismayed after this. So then right after I, I approached uh, James O'Barr. So I'll talk about James O'Barr, um, a writer and artist on The Crow. And he was, um, I mean, he was, he, he, he was fine. Like he was a normal, you know, he's a normal guy. Yeah. And, but he seemed, uh, he seemed, in my opinion, he was a little standoffish when I first talked to him, but I was like, okay, let's interview him. And he was such a lovely guy to interview. He's that he way. He's opened like, up, yeah. he opened up things and I did, I wasn't aware of the whole crow oh you uh, didn't know the i did not know the origin story of the crow which is just a harrowing uh story um uh, and you know which created such a beautiful thing but um yeah i just like so you never know man you never know uh, what you're gonna get sometimes he seems very unapproachable but then when you actually speak with him he's a very nice person yeah Yeah. he's a great dude so you know you never know again can't judge books by their covers all the time but that's an iffy one for me because sometimes you absolutely can. Um, <laughs> so uh, Gotham Central comics and collectibles. We were lucky enough to be hanging out there the other day in person together mm-hmm. as we got to mingle with Kevin Smith. Yes. Joey was on the show earlier and we went on at length about it. So we don't need to describe the whole situation or Fair the whole enough. day, but just give me your experience, uh, you know, and how how much joy did that fill you with? Man, I mean, I, I grew up with Kevin Smith. I was a huge fan uh, of Clerks, right? Like I was the guy, <laughs> I was the guy that, you know, rented this film uh, from Blockbuster and we had to literally force all my friends to sit down and watch this film on <laughs> uh, you know and, and they're yeah. like this this fucking black and white film it's the 90s man right i'm like no you have to see this it's brilliant you got to see this and um yeah i i don't know what 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 more there is to say i think uh on a personal level uh and why i'm such a big fan and yes is you know is i enjoy his films um they're not necessarily for everybody uh, some could say there is, you know, some are better than others. Uh, some are fantastic. Like Chasing Amy is just a fantastic film, right. um, if you see that. But um, for me, it's the fact that when I started listening to his, you know, not only his stand-up, but when he got a little bit more real on his podcasts, he always said, you know, no, you know, follow your dreams. And like everybody says, follow your dreams. Right. But the way he put it, it's like, don't worry about what people think. Don't worry about how crazy your idea is. Just do it, you know? And yeah. I feel a part of that is what made me jump into doing things like this. Um, and, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm better for it. So it, it was it was wonderful. I wish I, I wish I had a bit longer time to tell him this. I'm sure I'm not the only one that's told him this sort of stuff. Um, I wish I did, but I got to tell you, like, it was probably one of the best meet and greets I've ever I've ever been to. Um, you know, meeting your heroes is not always the greatest thing. Uh, but I met, you know, two heroes 
in a span of two weeks, including Carolyn Monroe, who I was talking to uh, right. uh, about earlier. Um, she was a lovely person as well. And uh, I just, I was just beaming. I'm, I'm still beaming about that interaction <laughs> yeah, right? with It was like the Kevin happiest Smith, day ever, man. Everyone there is happiness just fed off everyone yep. else's. And it was, it was really was, it was joyous. It was such a great day. Um, speaking of Gotham Central comics, and collectibles mm-hmm. uh, October 29th Indie Fest you will be there the reason you will be there is because it wasn't enough for you to just talk about comics and books and art you had to go and slap something together yourself I did this thing I you did. created Dracula Visions tell the kids about it Yes, yes. Uh, my first baby. <laughs> so again, I don't think I've hit my final form, but things continue to morph. Um, right on. So as we we talked about earlier, um, with the podcasting that allowed me to meet a lot of fantastic people in the community, a lot of fantastic artists, um, which again, transferred over to the whole Schedule Mania show. I got to meet more artists and more people in the community. Um, you know, I, I feel that every time I go to a Comic-Con, it's a reunion. Um, it's <laughs> one of those things. I, I'm amongst my people. I'm I'm amongst family. Absolutely. And and it just dawned on me one day. Um, one of my things, one of my favorite things to do at Comic-Cons, um, I, I like to get original art. Uh, original art is expensive, but I like to get at least one or two pieces. Um, and I got, I've got them from like, you know, expensive uh, <laughs> uh, artists and, and also some fantastic indie artists. And what I usually do is I put together a uh, sketchbook and there's usually a theme to that sketchbook because I like to see what each of the artists can come up with given a, the same theme, right? right? And you can really see the differences and, and the different skill levels and the different uh, imaginative things that people come up with when it is actually a side-by-side same theme. So I was thinking, you know, I'm, I'm also a big horror head. I've got so many things, uh, so many nerd out, outlets, but I'm also a big horror fan. Um, and Dracula, uh, being as old as it is, is an open IP, uh, meaning I, or intellectual property, saying that I can actually uh, reprint it if I want, um, which is bizarre. Right. But um, this was never about uh, redoing Dracula. This was about um, highlighting some of these fantastic artists that I've met in my life. And, and what we did is we took the book, Bram Stoker's original book, and took a lot of the major quotes from Dracula, uh, things that you might you might have read or seen in the movies. And uh, I gave these, you know, I allowed these uh, uh, artists to take one of these quotes and then create a art piece based in it. And this is this has become a bit of an art book. Um, we have over 30 artists uh, assigned to these different quotes, um, and then they all get a little page in the book. Uh, and the other great, you know, it's funny if you don't ask, you don't get. But sometimes you ask uh, and you get. And I and I reached out to Dacre Stoker, which was Bram Stoker's great nephew. Right. And I said, hey, you know, how much would it cost if, you know, you would do a little, I, I was thinking like a, maybe a paragraph or something at the front. The guy wrote a whole page 
of of intro to the book he didn't charge me a thing oh you know i'm not saying go i'm not saying go hit him up now <laughs> but, right right, but, right. everybody's like, oh it's free no no he was such a sweetheart and he he did a whole intro to the book um and he just say i just send me a few copies and uh it, it was fantastic so then you know martin being martin uh he's like well i'm just gonna push this one uh, hey, uh, Daker, do you mind doing the Kickstarter video? <laughs> if I send you a script, and sure enough, he did it right. So he did the Kickstarter video for for uh, Dracula Visions. Too I am cool. super proud of it. Um, I've made mistakes, you know. Um, it was again my first time out. I had some fantastic tutelage from the great Sam Noir, uh, who's done many of these Kickstarters. Uh, so shout out to Sam. Uh, but at the same time, I still made an, a number of mistakes uh, and learned a lot. Um, but I think overall it was successful. Uh, everybody got paid. Everybody, we all got our money back. We made a few bucks. Um, it's a gorgeous book, man. It's yeah. a gorgeous book with a very talented, talented roster of artists involved. Oh, you know, so I couldn't believe the people that we had to see us. And and the hardest, you know, one of the hardest part was that I had nothing to my credentials. Right, I've never published anything. I I ran a podcast. I, I have a little online show, Sketchful Mania, but these these artists, you know, this is their names, right? They're 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 allowing me to publish something on their behalf. Right. And I feel fortunate that they trust me to do this. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh now that I've done one, uh it's almost the best resume I could have right oh, of because course. I, i've i've reached out to other people and say hey you know well it uh, turned out so well who would see it and not want to be in it right like, <laughs> that's, that's one thing, that's one thing i'd really it's its own best advertising done. of course right exactly right i said like, oh. and now i've reached out to another a number of artists to work on the next one uh which will be frankenstein visions uh, we're looking to kickstart that next year i'm jumping the gun a little bit but we're looking to kickstart that next year in october I've already got 32 artists signed up for it. Um, and I'm going to be releasing that list and it's in its entirely uh, on October 5th, uh, 25th during the schedule mania, but I'll give you a perfect. Couple. I'll give perfect. you a couple. All right. Throw us out a little spoiler. <laughs> Throw us out a All spoiler. Right. So we have, uh, I'll give you a few. Um, we have a few returning folks that I, I just had to have them back for this. Um, it, I mean, everybody knocked it out of the park. I wish, I wish I could double up the size, but in real, I, I got to be realistic about it. And I also wanted to shake people, you know, shake it up a little bit. Right. I right, wanted right. some different artists on there. Sure. So a couple of the returning artists, uh, we were able to get Gerhard back, uh, nice. who, who absolutely killed Dracula's castle. So I'm very curious to see what he's going to do. Um, Mike Ruth is back. Uh, Jeff Isherwood is back. Beautiful. Um, so I'll give you those. Uh, of course, our friend Shane Heron is back. I, I can't do a, a Shane Heron is a dear friend, so I can't do a, a something without him. Absolutely <laughs> right? not. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's going to be good, man. It's going to be super yep, cool. Yep, oh, yep. absolutely. I, I and, hope this and, keeps going. This can become a whole fucking volumes worth. Oh, yeah. Fucking, that's the plan, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Adam Gorham's back. Uh, oh, nice. Old, nice. Adam Gorham. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, but a couple of new folks, which um, 
I'll give you a couple. Uh, one would be Mr. David Ross. We were talking about Ooh, David Ross amazing. earlier. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Uh, fantastic uh, Marvel artist and uh, just a, a brilliant, he's a brilliant designer. He came out with his own book, which is really great about uh, drawing. And mm -hmm. uh, Jason, I know you've been championing that book for a while as well. I have the um, freehand figure drawing, learning to draw from memory. It's an amazing book if you can get your hands on it. And uh, yeah, it's definitely helps build the fundamentals for those of us who can copy shit real good, but can't draw nothing out of our heads. <laughs> it's, it's basically meant for those people, right? So that's Absolutely. very exciting, man. I'm so happy for you and all your success yeah. with fucking Dracula visions and soon kids Frankenstein visions. Yeah. Uh, and you will have copies at Indie Fest, yes? I will have, uh, yes. Yeah. So we, uh, obviously when I when I did the Kickstarter, um, I did a bunch more uh, additional copies. Uh, I, I, don't, I want to say a bunch, not a bunch more. Um, in cases where I have like the Andy Belanger cover, I only ran off 50 of those. So there's not a lot of those left. Right. Um, the uh, the Virgin cover, the black and whites, I only ran off 150. So not a lot of those left either. Um, and then the hardcovers, I only did 200 of them. So what I'll be having, what I'm essentially bringing is whatever's left over from the Kickstarter. Right. Um, once those are gone, I don't know if we're going to be going back to print ever again. So ha have a look at those. Uh, uh, some of the hardcovers, I believe, are already signed by Ramon Perez. So if you're interested in that, uh, he did the cover for that one. Um, and we will have a number of artists at Indie Fest that you can get it signed at as well. Uh, I believe Jonathan Kochiba is there. Yeah, Jonathan Kochiba will be there. Becca Kinsey, uh, Becca will, be Kinsey there. will be there. Shane yeah. Heron, Sharon yeah. Heron will be there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can uh, get them signed by those great artists. Uber cool. Start your signature collections now, kids. I already started mine, so I got to remember. <laughs> I got to remember to bring it along with me because I don't think I have Shane's signature in it. Do you remember your first time at Gotham? How did you discover Gotham? Um, oh, yes, of course. Uh, so I, I teach uh, martial arts at a, an academy up in Mississauga called Combat Arts. And uh, one of uh, my fellow instructors there, uh, Brian Nadu, uh, actually kind of worked part-time and was a big comic fan and he he's the one like we talked about comics all the time and he's the one who said hey you should check out the store down the street and uh yeah he he introduced me to gotham and i got it was there. that like, this wow. location or the original no it was the other location um the street i never went street, to the one yeah. across the street yeah yeah so i mean gotham has been uh another home away from home uh, did you have an LCS to... before Gotham? Uh, I say like I, I stepped away from physical comics for a long time. Right. Um, my LCS. Yeah, I had a few. Right. Like I used to go to, you know, the usuals. Uh, like when I was a kid, I used to go to the usuals like Harry Tarantula and, and uh, uh, the Dragon Lady and nice. um, yeah, Silver Snail sometimes. But that wasn't really my place. Um, so I had a few places. Yeah. And then this, but this one, when I went back to here, this is the one that sucked me back in big time. Uh, and they're, they're super friendly, you know, like uh, Carlos who runs the place is uh, uh, a great guy. Like he got me in, like he was saying, listen, you don't have to buy a thing here. Just come out and, and it, just chit chat. 
Right. And he means he means it, man. Like, oh, just, absolutely. You know, yeah. And and uh, they've done a lot for myself. They've not done. They've done a lot for me personally. Um, there was a. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I feel weird about it, but I shouldn't feel weird about it. But there was a bit of a, a charity thing at one point uh, that helped me uh, take my wife on a um, on excursion. Uh, my wife is very sick and. Uh, he helped uh he helped with that that trip something that i i wouldn't have been able to afford um not not only to be able to afford but to take the time off work and then also afford it right it just wouldn't have been it just wouldn't have happened we took like i took three months off work which is pretty big Mm -hmm. and also a very expensive trip so he he helped and his group helped uh, with that so i will forever be grateful um carlos is is hooked me up with so many different things and experiences and things like that so i'll I'll be forever grateful he's a Uh, special human he really is he's uh and and a cool ass motherfucker to you know say the least so yeah i remember i i I knew about gotham but i was going to altered states down in clarkson where i've been going since i was 13 i never went to a lot of different other comic shops before the podcast and getting into the shows and community because, you know, I had my comic shop. I didn't yeah, have any yeah. need to go anywhere else. Uh, but then I remember it was the fourth anniversary party. And uh, and I had seen online an ad for that. So I went up there with my old co-host, Sean, and we went up there and we checked it out. And uh, it was super cool. And I started just going for the events and I met Carlos and got to know him. And then he started having artists in that I knew because mm-hmm. they'd been on the podcast and he offered to start podcasting from there and stuff. And just since then, it's he's built this this family, this community of uh, of just kindness and, you know, support and fun. And it's just a beautiful thing to be a part of. So uh, thank you, Carlos. And thank you for the upcoming annual Indie Fest, which is uh, going to be good times. You looking forward to it? Oh yeah, absolutely! Yeah, I yeah. cannot wait. Uh, like I said, like I'm, it's one of those things. I'm super proud of the book, right? I I, I cannot wait to get it into people's hands. Uh, so far, I've had nothing but uh, good reactions to it, right? Um, I can't see anybody and- <laughs> picking up that book and being like, this is I, shit. you know, I, I, you know, or, or maybe they're not telling me, but I've had pretty good reactions. And when I tell them, Hey, there's going to be more, uh, they, they seem to get excited. So, uh, yeah, I want to build on that. Um, I like to, you know, I like to talk to people. I like to talk to people about the book if you haven't noticed. Um, so I've, I'm super excited to be there. And this is like my favorite month, man. I'm a big a horror fan halloween's a big thing with me it's beautiful man yeah yeah mm. so i i i'm really really looking forward to it and and again a part of me just can't believe like i'm i was the guy on the other side of the table for so many years right and now i'm actually i actually got a table right? it's, <laughs> it's one of those things right and it, it, it you know it's it's almost surreal it's and, cool uh, right it's a cool yeah. feeling man stepping over yeah, that fence yeah. stepping behind the curtain it's always super cool yeah. but you deserve it's, everything coming your way martin you've put a lot of hard work into it and a lot of passion and that's what equals success right and and i i think anybody's going to come to this thing is is going to have a good time there are oh, so many great artists there they're going to get some 
they're going to get some amazing pieces of art for, you know, uh, really great prices. They're going to get some really cool books, new cool comics, stuff that, um, you know, and, and I, I don't, I don't slam the, like the, the big two or anything like that. I think there's still a lot of great stuff out there, but, um, there are times, you know, like uh, it does get a little formulaic, I'll just sure. say, yeah. and uh, and you want to try something else. And and like my latest uh, binging thing has been all about uh, manga lately. The manga is my new thing. I, it's all new to me. Uh, but I yeah, know <laughs> you got to talk to the Padawan, man. The, the Padawan could be it's, your guide. It's really cool. This shit. But to bring it back, I would say that there's a lot of indie stuff out there that really, you know, um, it, it doesn't get controversial, but it gets a little, you know, uh, a lot of the big twos might not necessarily go into some of these subjects that you're getting in some of these indie comics. And, oh, of course and, not. And, yeah, you know, yeah. pick a couple up. Anything that sort of strikes your fancy, you know, you you'll get a good idea. Talk to the author. Talk to the talk to the creator there, and pick one up. And, and give it a shot you'd be surprised you know um, yeah there's some incredible definitely buy dracula visions but <laughs> pick up some of the other ones too <laughs> there's some incredibly unique and personal storytelling going on there and uh yeah. there's also a lot of just you know crazy fucked up shit to enjoy so yes kids definitely come on out uh, October 29th at Gotham Central Comics and Collectibles. They will. Uh, we're going to have raffle. We're going to have a costume contest. Uh, apparently, everybody's going to be in costume. Uh, this is what Joey oh, has said. Apparently, <laughs> all the artists will be costumed. All right. I don't know if they're going to follow through with her ironclad word, but we shall see. Either way, kids, come on out. Um, and the cool thing is, too, not just about all the art and getting the cool books, is these are awesome people. They are you know, uh, really nice and uh, welcoming, warm people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're an aspiring artist or an aspiring writer, oh. writer, or an aspiring creator, you get your ass over there, meet these people and start your networking. And this is how you're going to learn. This is how you're going to progress. It's how you're going to evolve. Um, you know, you, you, you know, it takes a village. So, you know, get out and meet the yeah. village. You know what the tidbits of information is like it it's it's priceless man like some of the conversations like if you are actually trying to get into the business talk to the people that are in the business right? 100% and and yeah. uh, and 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 don't get me wrong like there's you know you could talk to your Jim Lees and things but that's that's a different level like that's that's something different you want to talk to the guys that are um at that level where they're uh, i like to say that they're they're the working folks in this industry right they're the guys sure. that are hustling that are hustling out there right yeah. and not to say that dim's didn't do this man Grinders. Yeah, yeah they did that but these are the guys that are in it right now and they're going to be able to give you the real information of of what you need to know right so. and plus this is a it's it's a way better <clears throat> environment in a comic shop as much as you can do the same thing and you should be doing the same thing at conventions Mm-hmm. It's also a bit of a different atmosphere. It's much more intense. Uh, also, these artists do have to worry about often making their tables back if they weren't given that table. Um, so, you know, there's a different kind of pressure. Right. Yeah. But when they're yeah. just hanging out in the shop and they're with all their friends and they're just talking art and talking comics and hanging out, it's uh, it's amazing the stuff you can soak in. So everybody, please, again, come on out to Gotham Central. Uh, pick yourselves up a copy. Of Dracula Visions from Martin Slam Duncan. Make sure on October 25th you're tuned in to Facebook or YouTube uh, to check out Schedule Mania 38. 
um where WrestleMania they will, 38. Yeah, there's gonna be some crazy people there there's some there's an excellent on. lineup there there's an excellent lineup we have miss becca kenzie Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Mike Ruth, we have Jonathan Kochiba. So some of the folks that are actually going to be there, this is almost a warm up for them. So get to know them on the 25th and get to meet them on the 29th. There you go. It's all coming together. You know, Joey called me up, the girl from Gotham, and she's like, you want to have like a Gotham pre-party stream? And I was like, let's do it. So that's what we're doing, kids. Uh, last episode, you heard Joey herself, last two episodes, actually. <clears throat> this episode we are featuring martin next episode we're going to be featuring miss becca kinsey who will also Ooh. be there then on the episode following that one we're going to be having a chat with our good friend and frequent visitor sam noir as well as the return of one shane heron we're going to talk a little bit of cauldron uh because they're going to be hanging out at raid two and you know what comes after that kids that brings us to episode 420. And you know that's going to be a big old party. Uh, a little bit of a tiny shout out from a super cool uh, new friend, shall we say. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's going to be very, very cool. I've been looking forward to that one for a while. But for now, that one, sorry. <laughs> you got me in, man. What's, um, what's going on with 420? Um, well, it's just going to be a good time episode. I think I'm going right. to have a, a few people pop in and maybe a few different little segments. But uh, we were meeting with Kevin Smith the other day and uh, Kevin Smith was super duper kind enough to record us a little shout out for the 420th nice. episode. So we're going to be able to play that for you all, which uh, it isn't extensive, but he was so kind enough to take the time at a very busy moment to record that for me. I know also coming up for schedule mania you definitely want to be paying attention because i know he took a moment or two to record a little something for you as well so uh thank you kevin uh you know it just makes us a little tiny itsy bitsy podcasters super super happy uh to know that you care enough to just lay down a few words for us um, so you'll get to hear that. Of course, the one definite thing returning for 420 will be El Hawk has himself. Josh Hawks, two J's later, you know that's going to be going down. Um, but for now, we've got a few more uh, indie celebration spotlights to come your way, kids. Uh, Martin, thank you so much for sitting down and hanging out for your first sit-down chat on an elegant weapon, my friend. It's comfortable here, man. I feel great. Isn't I feel it? relaxed. That's the uh, idea, man. And like I'm, we were talking uh, about, all my the, uh... all my day's stress is gone from <laughs> from work. And uh, yeah, I highly recommend it, folks. Check out it the does. elegant weapon. You know what? I rec- I find people record best like this, where you and I are on video right now. But yeah. I'm not using it. I'm only using the audio. So I think that always tends to put people quite at ease when we're able to to see each other. But they also are conscious of the fact that only our voices are going to be put out there. Uh, I find that seems to be the best. And that's what I like to roll with. Because you're right. Remember when we were talking earlier about how during the pandemic, everybody jumped on here and started doing what we were already doing and just went crazy with the video aspect of it. And it was too much. It turned me off where I just stopped uh, doing like I tried to kind of play with it for a while. And I did some Mm -hmm. Zoom episodes and it just didn't feel right. It wasn't what I did. Um, and now that I'm back to just doing this, just making plain old, simple, original, classic pod, um, I've ha- I'm happier than I've ever been, kids. Uh, we that shit, shit, fucking summer is over. 
Uh, and it's a beautiful fall that is coming upon us. And I'm probably enjoying this fall more than I've enjoyed most falls. Normally, I don't like them because I know it means winter is coming. But you know what? Fuck it. This year, bring winter on so we can get into a new season. I am fucking ready for it. Uh, so the end of the harvest season, we shall celebrate at Indie Fest. Martin shall be there. Everybody come on out and say hello. Uh, but as for this episode, that is all we are going to have on an elegant weapon, kids. Say goodnight, Martin. Good night, Martin. Take it easy.